Psalm 46 and 1. God is our refuge and strength. Very present help in the time of trouble. God is our refuge and strength. Very present help in the time of trouble. God our Father, we thank you today for standing a second time this morning to preach your unsearchable riches. We pray now that you'd lower us down in the deepest of thy treasure as your people, your sons and daughters sit under these pine trees, sit in their cars, bearing this heat in the middle of the day to just hear a word from heaven. Give us, O oh God, as brief as it may be, a word for your people. Somebody, O oh God, has come today and is in need of uplifting, need of encouragement. And we pray now, God, that you will encourage our hearts through the proclamation of thy word. Bless us now as only you can. In the name of Jesus, our risen Savior. Amen. God is our refuge and strength very present here in the time of trouble. I want to preach this morning or this afternoon for a few moments. I have a breathing problem. I have a breathing problem. My brothers and sisters, it is very evident as we go through, continue to go through these weeks of turmoil, these weeks of chaotic living, that every now and then we must be honest with ourselves and say that life sometimes can really and literally take your breath away. Some of us cannot even go to sleep at night without waking up in the middle of the midnight hour being tormented by our various problems, difficulties, scenarios, and situations. And every now and then, we've got to recognize that life is just like that. Life was designed to stretch you, pull you, and sometimes choke the life and breath right out of you. But here's the good news today, as I try not to be before you long. We serve a God who's able to not only restore us, but to breathe breath back into us. And I want to pause, catch my breath because I'm fat, and ask you a question today. Do you remember when God breathed life back into you? Do you remember when you were sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore? Life had taken your breath away. Life had taken everything out of you. You were constricted. Your airways were constricted in such a manner you didn't know whether you were going or coming. But you turn it over to God. God breathed into you. And now your testimony is if it had not been for the Lord, who was on my side I don't know where in the world for lack of a better term the writer of the sons of Korah pins this Bishop Jenkins you know this they pin this song to encourage us in the midst of what we're facing 
And I want to park here parenthetically and suggest to you today that whatever you see in front of you should not bother you because of the kind of God that you serve. I wish I had some help here. You don't serve no punk God. You don't serve no loosey-goosey God. You, you don't serve no God that does not have power. If you call on him, he, he will come to you. And this is what I like. God is not like us, TJ. God does not come to those who he wants to come to. God will come to whoever is willing to accept him. All right, Palmer, I don't believe you. Yes, you do. Look what the scripture says. Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And whoever opens the door, I'll come in and I'll sit with them. Nowhere in that passage did he uh, specify or categorize who he was willing to come for. Yes, sir. He comes for the asthmatic. He comes for the bronicle. He comes for the ones with emphysema. He comes for anybody regardless of your breathing disorder. And I want to park here again and suggest Quintavion that all of us have a breathing disorder. Some of y'all got a text from your breathing disorder early this morning. Some of y'all woke up and picked up your breathing disorder. Y'all know what it is, that which you light up and put between your lips and puff, puff, there it is. And I ain't talking about Newports either, baby. Some of us drank our breathing disorder last night. Some of us laid down beside, can I get raunchy with it? Laid down beside our breathing. Some of us have dreamed about who we'd like to lay down beside. And that is your breathing disorder. All of us out here has some kind of breathing disorder. That's why I'm so tired of Negroes judging other Negroes. As if your, as if your house ain't dirty. As if your windows don't need cleaning. That's why it bothers me to see 40 and 50 and 60 and 70 and 80 and 90 and 100 year olds judge 20 and 30 year olds. You mad because you can't wear the skirt. You mad because your legs no longer look like those legs look in the skirt. You mad because when you pull up your boots, your boots are now run over, but his boots are still standing tall. Baby, don't worry about it. All of us got a breathing disorder. You can't judge me. I can't judge you. I can't judge nobody because I see you breathing worse than me. Because here's the thing. It really doesn't have anything to do about being judgmental. Some of us have just learned how to hide our breathing disorder better than others. Some of us have just learned how to be mindful of the company we keep. It's not that we don't have a disorder. We've just learned how to hide it from everybody. But here's the good news, which is probably bad news for some. God sees everything. 
I've just gotten to a point in my life, Jenkins, where I don't worry about what Negroes see. I'm only concerned about what God sees. Yes, sir. So the text says, God is our refuge and, underline the conjunction, and strength. Not only is he protection, but he gives us power. I'm almost done. Not only is he our covering, as I said last Sunday, but he gives us strength to breathe when our airways are constricted. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I don't have any medical background. And so I'm not going to insult your intelligence and talk about this disease called COPD. You all know what it is. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. I said it best way I could. I'm not going to insult your intelligence. Got a lot of nurses in my congregation. I'm not going to insult you and try to make like I know so much about COPD because I don't. But I come up with another disease that I know a little something about and I think y'all do too and you don't got to go to the medical school of Virginia to get a degree in understanding this one. It's called COFLD. Chronic oppression from life disease. What do you mean, Dr. Palmer? What do you, what do you mean? What, what are you trying to diagnose me with? I'm trying to tell you that sometimes life itself can be a disease. What does a disease do? Does a disease eats up certain things in your body, thusly causing your body not to act like it was designed to act. That's what a disease does. That's what life does. That's what we allow our enemies to do. That's what we allow our fake friends and phony friends to do. We allow them to be a disease to us and to cause us to miss what God designed us to be. And so when the writer said God is our refuge and our strength, basically what he's saying is, TJ, I can go to him when the disease is too much for me to bear. All right? I can go to CVS. I can go to Walgreens. I can go to Walmart where it's $4.97 per bottle and get my inhaler. And where I can take that inhaler, and I can puff it twice. If you're old fat like me, you got to puff it three times. Oh, and after a while, by and by, your airways become unobstructed. And you can breathe again. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Well, that's what I think we ought to do with this C-O-F-L-D. We ought to get our divine inhaler. And every now and then, just like you do that weed, just like you do that black and mild, grape flavor, just like you do that Newport 100 soft pack, 
You ought to take a puff of the divine inhaler. What are you saying, Palmer? What I'm saying is when life makes you cry, puff, puff. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. When life gives you hell, puff, puff. Now unto him who's able to keep me from stumbling or falling. When life brings you some terrible news, puff, puff. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When life tells you that you don't have much longer, I do puff, puff. And I go to the Bible and the Bible tells me I shall live and not die. I wish I had time, which was about 80 degrees. I'd really lean on that a while, but it's hot. I want to get you home, but every now and then, you got to puff. I've never puffed Newports. That was not my vice. I've never puffed, honestly, Lord knows I'm on the largest ground. I've never puffed weed. I've been around it on a many college house party, but I've never puffed it. I've had contact, but I've never, never had it between my lips. That's not my, that's not my, because I'm only doing this for you. That's not my vice. I've never smoked grape black and mild, mango black and mild, apple black and mild. I got a young, young people hanging around. That's how come I know the flavor. Black and mild, but, 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 but that's not my vice. But when I get to a point that I can no longer breathe, I go to the rock that's higher. Anybody know it's higher? Who are you talking about, Bomb? I don't know him. I don't know him. I've stopped studying. I don't know. I've stopped breathing. Sometimes my chest gets tight because the hellhounds are constantly on my trail. Tell me who he is. Tell me who he is, Reverend. Who is it? Frenchman. Lean on their invention of soap to take a bath with. The Turkish love to brag about their invention of the sponge. Used to lather the soap on your body. The Pacific Islander loves to talk about his invention of the towel to wipe off the water and the suds from your body that the sponge and the soap has put on. The South American loves to talk about the coffee bean that you ground up to drink and make coffee in the morning. The Chinese love to talk about their tea leaf and how they've got several flavors, many we still don't know. The West African loves to talk about the cocoa bean that we give our children by way of wintertime as a cup of fresh hot cocoa. The English-speaking farmer loves to talk about the bread they bake in the bakery. But that's all right for all of them. I've got something better than all of that. He's my refuge. He's my rock. He's my way maker. He's my burden bearer. 
He's my heaven load sharer. He's my rock in a weary land. He's my shelter in a time of a storm. He's my refuge when trouble comes. He's my late night rider and my early morning riser. He's the one that covers me when everybody else tries to take me out. He is my friend above all friends. He's my power source when the electricity goes out. He's my water when the water well runs dry. He's my cup when my cup overflows. He's my saucer that holds what's in my cup. And I'm so glad today that I serve a God that will help me when I can't breathe. I'm so glad today that I serve a God that will open up my airways when they're constricted by the ways of the world. That's why I heard you. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. When you can't breathe, remember I told you so. I heard the Lord say, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And when you can't breathe no more, I'm coming back for you. I'm so glad that I serve a God that will ride with me. These fellas can't ride. He'll go with me down on Nebo Station. And I can say, Father, 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 I stretch my hands to thee. No, let me say it again. No, not my mother. No, not my father. No, not Mike Smith. No, not Duffy. No, not none of my friends. Not none of my sons. No, no other help. able not to breathe, but when you went to the refuge, you found strength in your time of trouble. When you went to the refuge, you found strength in the time of trouble. Since we're inside, let me encourage you, when your airways get constricted, when your airways get blocked, the psalmist, uh, be like a tree uh, planted by the rivers of water, and don't you move, stay right there, when the going gets tough, uh, stay right there, when the going gets long, stay right there, when you can't breathe no more. 